This is the Boring Sports Podcast, where four lifelong friends discuss sports for no apparent reason. Well, good to see you guys. Good to see you all, elders. Welcome to the Boring Sports Podcast. Um, before we started this podcast, I was uh, mentioning to Josie that his hair is getting long. But he pointed out that he um, possibly put a, a Nike sign in the side of his head. It's actually in the back. If I could show you, I would. But All right. It's impossible. Yeah, there's no way. Can't yeah. be done. Um, well, I want to make a special welcome to all of, all of our listeners um, and to you guys as well. It's good to see you guys. There's been a lot of exciting things going on in the sports world, most notably um coach k back in oh boy back to this i mean that's just he's my guy i i'm a big coach k guy happy that he he's uh doing well in so march Josie. this is apparently the round that he wanted him to get to and now he would like him to leave can i ask everyone how's everyone's bracket looking uh i haven't checked it not well not well. Uh, mine's I'm all my teams are left, so I, I have the elite eight picked exactly. You have all eight? No, you didn't. Yep. I, I, With, didn't uh, I did ride Cougs uh, for the championship, hoping that uh, they would allow a ride-in team to be considered for the win. Um, in the meantime, I've got uh, Villanova. But you definitely had St. Peter's getting to the lead eight. Don't you worry, Elder. We'll get to St. Peter's in just a little bit. <laughs> okay. I just, just to be clear, a, a perfect bracket. I just want to make sure that that's what you had. Right. So far, so good for Jesse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, well, that's just great. Um, any other pressing items that we need to get to before we jump into uh, Nilsson's segment? No, I, I think... I think uh, during the time, good. All right, let's just, let's just get right to it. Hang on. <laughs> How about we just like don't do the sounder this time? That's fine. No sounder. I got I loaded Josie's sounder. I thought your sounder was on here, but it's not. the The difficulty of not having my sounder is the the sounder states that I'm looking for the article as the sounder's going off, but That's if there's no sounder. This is called vamping in the industry. I think that's what they call this. So you're doing just fine. You're natural. Well, I'm going to have to do it. I, normally, I have to look this up during the sounder. I'd have no time to do that now. No time at all. But I, I don't know that there's three big – I mean, it's very busy in the sports world right now. NFL is huge in, in trades and, and signings. I go. mean, you could talk about which quarterback location is, is best. For our listeners who appreciate, oh, still going. <laughs> For our listeners who 
really appreciate a professional touch. I think they've already turned this podcast off about hey, five minutes do it. ago. We do it for them. No, we do it for the little the little guy. All right, Nils, go ahead. For Brady, we do it for Brady. Um, yeah, I, I'd say there's uh, very busy. It's very busy in the sports world to know exactly what you want to talk about. I mean, heavy into the NFL trade and off season. Ten games left in the NBA. Uh, see more play, teams are going to jockey and play out there. Uh, who's still at the top and who's slumping? Uh, notably, the Bulls and the Jazz are probably slumping. Uh, and then obviously March Madness and what's going on there. Uh, can't can't not mention Coach K fifteen times in this podcast and every podcast uh, that we'll ever have in the history of this podcast. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, what direction – what are you guys feeling? What direction are you wanting to go? I mean, I, I think it's March. I think it's important to talk about some um, some of March madness. I, you know, we could talk a little bit about NFL stuff. Deshaun Watson going to the Browns, that's controversial. But I don't know. I, I lean towards March madness. It comes but once a year. Well, let's talk about March madness. Do you find it interesting that they call it March Madness, even though the final four and the real games are all played in April? No, not really. Oh, I do. I find that very It has bothered me in the past. I feel like we have a lot. We had a lot in March this year, but I feel like there's been years past where it's like the bulk isn't been in April. Yes, I have too. And I'm like, what is this? It needs to be, if it's going to be called March Madness, they need to schedule the entire thing in March. That's just my personal preference. Maybe Spring Madness. It's not an alliteration, I know, but maybe we could. Other than madness, yeah, spring, yeah, something other than madness, spring celebration. I don't know if that counts. Yeah, spring celebration. That's a C, that's SC, that doesn't work. Spring surprise. (laughs) There are surprises, that is absolutely true, but spring sensation. I don't know, but anyway, anyway, that's bugged me about it, but. To get off that topic, Duke doing well. I think they're going to go all the way in honor of Coach K. I think the refs are probably paid off at this point to win it all for him. Uh, the Zags are out, so you know. I don't even. I don't even know if there's a number one team left in it. Is there Kansas? Yeah. Tell me this. Here's a would you rather. For oh, I love would you rather? Sit down and have the day off of work and watch a day in the first two rounds on TV from beginning to end, or sit down and have a day off of work and watch the final four from beginning to end. Oh, final four. What was the first part? What was the first, the first day of the tournament? Or the first two rounds, but I first, mean, say the first, first day. day. First day. First day. No one cares about the final four. No one cares. <laughs> Done. Like no one cares about St. Peter's at this point. First day is the funnest to me. Like that's just like anything can happen, right? Like, like that's when you get the majority of the upsets. I would say is in those first two days. Like once you get to the final four, it's like either the Cinderella story is either out or they've the the happiness and joy and craziness has worn off. Yeah, I I like the first two days as well. Well, really the first week and first four days, but. I like those first days because I feel like it requires a certain level of commitment on my end if I'm really going to enjoy this. And so what I mean by that is I have to flip between CBS, TNT, True TV, 
TBS. Uh, did I say that one again? Yeah. All four channels. Like you have to be on your A game looking for like upsets, what game's coming up. Um, whereas if you were just to watch the final four, like you just watch two games. Like I kind of like the involvement of like, oh man, I got to flip to this channel. I got to flip to this channel. Kind of makes me a part of the game, you know? Uh, I think you need, you need to get more screens going. That's what you need. Yeah. I got the whole man cave set up. You got all the games going all the time. So that's what you need. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't turn that down by any means. You have to get out of your car first to be able to accomplish that. No. Yeah. Well, some people have to work. Take that. People besides the four of us that are doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I, I mean, overall, college basketball sucks. I'm not, I'm not impressed by any coach, any player, any team. I heard on the radio the other day that BYU was voted the worst slash most quiet fan base in the country, um, which I actually found surprising. Um, not to say that they're, they're going to get after it with, with, with cheers and, and threats and whatnot, but I was surprised that they were the last. Um, my... Well, one of my alma maters graduated twice. Um, University of Utah, those basketball games, it's crickets in there, man. Nobody cares about the running Utes anymore. Utah was like three ahead of BYU. Towards the end. Utah in general were just not that exciting of a people, is what you're saying. So, real quick, I, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but um, I actually did graduate from Purdue – uh, and, and uh, we are, you know, I don't, you know, they're in the, the elite eight. So one of my, one of my jobs while going to school there was tutoring the athletes to make sure they stayed academically eligible to play. Yeah. Um, so they thought you I, were I, smarter than the athletes. I, well, you know, to get them to this point, Long story short, I'm taking about 65 to 70 percent credit for Purdue being where they at, where they are at in the tournament right now. So, I'll leave it there. What, what big names um, did you tutor? Is that like a? It's not like a confidential yeah, no, confidentiality no. thing, right? You can say. No, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna say. Just know that I did it. Uh, Joseph, did you live all recognized? And did you leave yeah. from Purdue? Joseph, did you live on the east side of Wabash, or did you live on the west side of the Wabash River? Uh, west. Why do you know about the Wabash? Hey, I've been out there. Remember earlier when you were texting me about the pizza place to eat? Last oh, yeah. Time? Did you ever go there? Yeah. I, no. We, yes, we did. We did get pizza there, I think, one night. Which one? At, at a Hot Box or Bruno's? I can't remember. It was To me, it was just pizza. I was really let down. Scott, I will give you $5 if you can tell me what state Purdue is in with your two degrees. Oh, Wow. Indiana. Five bucks. It is what it is. Keep them coming. Put it on my tab. <laughs> uh, Josie, my, my, my wife's sister, they live in on the east side of the Wabash River. And I got to tell you, that town's a, it's a little rough over there. Yeah. A little rough yeah. on the east side. Um, we lived in West Lafayette and there's a regular Lafayette. There yeah. were often shootings just in regular Lafayette and then 
you know, thankfully myself lived about 15 minutes west and I was always found safe. So what do you do? Quite a town. Good yeah. place to be. Great pizza. Yes, so back I, to the I, I just got back this week from Nashville and that is a top five city in America. That is a Cinderella pick if there was were a you bunch during, of cities. Were you there during, uh, were you in Nashville during St. Patrick's Day? No. Oh, I was going to say that because I was in Detroit during St. Patrick's Day, downtown Detroit. And that is quite the town during St. Patrick's Day. There is, they literally have these carts that you, it's a, a moving bar and pedals. There's like 30 people on this moving bar that they have to pedal to ride while they're just drinking all night long. And there's like 30 of them. It's crazy. You can pedal? You it's got to be against the law, right? To drink and pedal? You can't drink know. and drive. They're not steering it. They're just powering it. It really cost us about 10 <laughs> It wasn't me. It was the Russians. The Russians I, got us. I I knew I was. I knew we were really boring, but I didn't know we were that boring. But I guess that is the title of the the podcast, so I think it's okay. That's but very. Anyway, needless to say, we, we we clearly don't have anything to say about any sports topic today, and I think we should move into Josie's segment. So it's time for Josie's list. It's ten things he wrote down on a napkin that he believes to be accurate, but are probably wrong. So, you know, right off the bat, I'm going to share. I just want to share a clip. Adams, could you let me, could you give me access to share the screen, please? Make sure you describe it for those that are on the YouTube channel. Sure, sure. You know, I think the clip will actually describe itself personally. So let me just go ahead and. All right. Y'all with me here? Really, Coach K is what you wanted to talk about. And then, Dawkins among those first out, and Mike quickly recovered whatever during the hashtag warrior right there. So I want to point out that whoever that announcer was says Mike quickly recovered. That was not a quick recovery. As he said that, he was actually still on the ground. Can you can you tell us what happened real quick for? For those that didn't see, uh, yeah, it, it so that clip I showed was of Coach K, um, in probably the slowest motion you could ever <laughs> describe, falls to the ground for some strange reason. Um, dehydration, exhaustion, <laughs> whatever it is, I don't know, but um, it was very strange. I felt uncomfortable watching the clip. Um, <laughs> what, is it, your, what is your obsession with Coach K? I what, let me ask you this. Yeah. At a young age, is there some trauma in your life that hasn't been managed or taken care of associated with Coach K? What does this tell you, Elder? And he's done. He's in the fetal position. He's curled up. He's in a ball. Passed out. He's quickly back. Are you uh, quick There's no quickness about are you, anything. Are you saying, are you trying to say that he faked passing out? No, I don't want to say he faked it, but I am curious about, I mean, usually when you pass out, you tumble, you go down hard. Like he, We're not like, talking about a normal human being. This is Coach K. Coach K does whatever he wants. So he doesn't want to really, pass out hard. 
So are you really that impressed that in his 78-year coaching reign, he's won four titles? Five. <laughs> he has the highest winning percentage of any coach in NCAA history. Do you know how many coaches there have been in NCAA history? Yeah. When you have the number one recruiting class every year and you coach for 100 years, it's probably not very hard to do. It's not like they just give him the, the number one recruiting class every year. Every – No. Gotta I, I got to move on recruits. from Coach K. I've got, I've got eight minutes, Elders. <laughs> All right. I'm done with Jimmy Butler, okay? I don't like Jimmy Butler. I don't care for Jimmy Butler. He's got an ugly haircut. His coffee probably sucks that he sells. And he thinks he's great. He's been on like seven teams. Boom. I'm done with Roasted. Jimmy Butler. I don't care for Jimmy Butler. And I wouldn't care if Jimmy Butler ever played basketball again. So would you, in a fight, because Jimmy Butler seems like a pretty tough dude. In a fight, would you take Jimmy Butler or Udonis Haslam? I'm taking Udonis. Udonis would hurt yeah. some people. I would, Udonis. I would take Udonis. That's, that wasn't very – that was horrible, Scott. What? Just Everybody's going to take Haslam in that scenario. It was timely. They just got into an argument. Now, Get with keep, the in program. Mind, keep in mind, I don't like Udonis either. Is he really that great of a leader that they're just going to pay him $2 million bucks a year for 18 years? To just sit there? I mean, that is, can you tell me a better job than to get front row seats to the NBA and get paid $2 million a year to do so? What does he play in like less than 10 games this year? Yeah, I think he got in for the first time in like three seasons this year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now moving right along. I don't understand why coaches and specifically Tom Thibodeau Coaches get fired and then they immediately get rehired and the league and everyone talks about what a great hire that was. Thibs got fired from the bulls goes to Minnesota, which is a terrible organization gets fired. And then New York brings him on maybe only the one of three organizations worse than Minnesota. And they bring on a coach who failed another terrible organization. And yet they act like, Oh, Thibs, he's the greatest thing that's ever come around. I, I agree with Josie on this one. I mean, I there's way too much firing and hiring in the NBA. It's you suck for a season. And you think that firing your coach is how you appease your your fan base, and I just it's it's ridiculous. Honestly, it is. It's ridiculous. So, I, yeah. Josie, uniquely, I'm I'm in agreement with you here. Yeah, you know, I I just don't understand. I'm down on Thibodeau. I'm down. I just I I and more so, I just don't understand how coaches continuously get fired and rehired after they're terrible multiple times. Well, but that's because it's nothing to do with the coach being terrible or not terrible. They're just rotating them. We got we to gotta do something because we didn't have a good season. We'll fire the coach, hire a new one. I mean, well, I think it has way less to do with him being a bad coach than, than just that's how, they're, that's how pro sports are appeasing their fan base, which I think is a ridiculous way to appease your fan base. I mean, you've got to wonder at what point do you fault Charles Oakley for the failure of the New New York Knicks organization. The New York I mean, Knicks organization is a dumpster fire. I, I mean, how I are you? Like I mean, how are you the, what they all claim, the number one sports destination, and everyone wants to play at the Garden, and you're paying Allen Houston still, who hasn't played since, like, 2002. What is, like, what I, is his name? Like, James Dolan, the owner? Yeah, yeah James Dolan. Yeah, he, I've heard some stories about him from check because so he, he has a band. I don't know if you know this. I did know that. <laughs> yeah, he's got a band. 
and it's and if you work at the garden, you're also required to attend the concerts that he puts on. <laughs> see, that's, see, I appreciate Dolan. Dolan's not the problem. Dolan is the Dolan, problem. I appreciate Dolan. Spike and Lee. I don't, Nobody wants to go play having Spike Lee watch him every game. Yeah. And but what I don't get is why is Charles Oakley breaking the law and then blaming James Dolan for getting kicked out? You broke the law, Charles. That's what happens. You get arrested. No, I'm a big Oakley guy. Dolan, Dolan was I don't. This is another fact. Dolan was given the New York Knicks franchise as a gift for his birthday from his father. <laughs> Great present. <laughs> that is a pretty good present. <laughs> My kid wanted the drone, and I thought he was going a little bit high dollar. <laughs> I just want a pro sports team. All right, Elder. I, I'm I'm moving on. I got four minutes. So I'm going to wrap it up here with two things. I told you I'd come back to St. Peter's. St. Peter's is the exact thing wrong with college basketball. They're going to get beat by 40 tonight, tomorrow, whenever they play next. Not fair to the kids. No. (laughs) And and what pisses me off the most is the people on St. Peter's right now. It goes back to who's that lady from Loyola? Uh, Sister Jean. Sister Jean. I would have loved for someone to just slam the ball so hard that Sister Jean had a heart attack in her wheelchair. And this is nothing personal against Sister Jean. This <laughs> just goes to no St. Peter's. All these kids, they're showing up now thinking we're on the same level as these other teams, you know, when really they're on the same level as no one. They're lucky they got into the tournament. They should have lost every game they've won so far, and it eventually catches up with them. And that's exactly what Adam says is by now. After this weekend, the teams that belong will be there. The teams that do not will not. You don't enjoy the story of these kids? Like, these kids, this is it for them. They, they're not going to no. the NBA. They're not playing basketball after this. No. This, is, no. Their, this it, is the pinnacle of their basketball careers. They, like, they're on ESPN. They're, the whole nation sees them. Like, that, and for what purpose? What do you mean? Like, what purpose? does Like, why do I care if they're basketball season? Like, no no we don't do underdogs i've already made that clear i don't like underdogs i don't want to be associated with underdogs Josie wants the final four to just be the four top seeds every year yes there's no reason to even play the game well after the seeding we're just done there's there, a bracket there should in up in an ideal world a perfect bracket would be every top seed winning each round. And then you have four one seeds, and then it's that's it. So let's just start at the final four. Let's do the seeding. Let's build the bracket, and then let's just play two games, final four, finals, and we're done. Not even two games. Just build the bracket, give the trophies to the four one seeds, and call it good. More trophies. I'm concerned. I'm concerned that we're going to lose uh, <laughs> listeners over this. This is egregious. No, no. That's no, what I, makes Mark Madness great. I Bree, love no. Cinderella. Please don't. Bree's our, our only listener. Please don't leave for this. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know how else I can put it. I, I don't care for St. Peter's. I don't even know anyone on St. Peter's. That's how invested you, I am in St. Peter's. And, and no one will in a year from now. No, but exactly. Right now, this is like the time of their life, man. They're so yeah. Wife, I, I love it. That, do you remember that I kid? Even... I remember a kid that didn't play in the NBA that was phenomenal and Michigan kid. I think his name's Spike or something. Was it Spike something or another? Like three years ago, that dude got called. It was 
He played backup for uh, the Jazz. Elder, are you thinking of Spike Dudley, the uh, third brother of the Dudley boys in WWE? No, 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 no. Michigan. The dinosaur from Land Before Time. Who's that? Who's that point guard? The Jazz. Who's the point guard? The Jazz drafted from Michigan a few years back. You're thinking of Trey Burke. Burke. Yeah, Trey, Trey Burke. So this kid is Spike something. He backed up Trey Burke. Trey Burke got injured, and Spike came in Michigan, hit like four big three pointers. He was all over ESPN. Huge deal. Huge deal. Apparently, Not such a big deal that you couldn't deal. even remember his name. Spike something another. Spike something. All right, and lastly, elders, before you're gonna have to wrap this up without me, I'm sorry. But I'll leave you with this. There's Ennis Cantor is a moron. Okay. You're not use freedom. You're not going to respect the, the name freedom. No, no, I don't use fake names. Ennis Cantor, he claims he's being blackballed. Ennis, you've been traded and cut by the Thunder like six times. The worst team in the league. You are not being blackballed. If you can't cut it on the Thunder, you can't cut it. He badmouthed Utah. He badmouths Boston. He badmouths everywhere he goes. He badmouths his homeland. No one wants Ennis around. He brings a negative energy to That's every my favorite team. thing about Ennis is he's like all in with the community. Like every team he goes to, this is my home. This is like, this is this is my people. This is my family here. Like, I love this place. Then they trade him and he immediately hates them. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, what's troubling too is I actually used to, I was a big Cantor fan. Um, I loved him when he was on Utah. I was very amused by him. I was very hurt after he left and said the things he did um, because I was a big fan of him. And I now saw, he's just. I saw Quinn Snyder once not get mad at the way Ennis Cantor was playing, not curse out his game. I saw him curse out him. <laughs> just call him names like you just, mother. <laughs> I just went after the person. Him. He was mad as at a him person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, elders. I've got to go. I'm sorry. Let's just this time next week, we will be talking about Coach K's last game today. So, to all my listeners out there, I just want to end with this. Wait, that's what you ended with, or you're going to? No. Oh, okay. He's going to end with this video again. <laughs> During the timeout, he was arguing about the last call. And Mike Look at this. And then He's literally the curled up. I like how the guy stands right over top of him. I've passed out more than once in life, and I'm pretty sure that might be how I landed. <laughs> it was a graceful, it was a graceful land right there. I don't know uh, how I land. I feel like I'm out of here, elders. Jeez. All right, see you, Josie. Um, hey, I found that guy. His name is Spike Albrecht. Oh, Look him up, yeah. Spike Albrecht. What's he like, doing now? Come on, we'll watch that dude. He was he was the star for like three days. He doing now? Oh, what about that? Uh, what about that Syracuse? That that white Syracuse point guard McNamara. Oh, he was yeah. good. That's he was that's good. A, that's a that's a good one right there. I loved McNamara yeah. in the tournament. Um, I'm a big St. Peter's guy. I I had no idea what state they were from until they won, um, against Kentucky. But I'm I'll be rooting for them against Purdue, right? Oh, uh. So, sorry, side note I was reading. Spike Albrecht is now in his professional career in medical device sales. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Nonetheless, uh, anyway, sorry. I feel like we've got a little bit more sanity in this group now that Josie's gone. 
Um, some of his takes are just wrong. Um, well, that's but I hope we, we all enjoy Coach K's final run. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't care that much about Coach K until Josie didn't like him. <laughs> now I'm now I'm a huge fan. <laughs> What is he? He's in the Elite Eight right now. Elite Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Elite Eight. They beat, beat Texas Tech last night. Which I think is impressive. I mean, I know you're a two seed, but it's still hard to get to the Elite Eight and it's your final year. I think there's something impressive about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks again. Thanks uh, for joining up on the call. That was another uh, riveting um, podcast. You made it to the end of the podcast which means you should probably reevaluate your life choices.